You're listening to the Rebel Scum Podcast. You are always scum. Rebel Scum. From odds making to list rankings, we've got you covered. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are your hosts, Brock and it's James. It's 2021, and this year is so much better than last year um, in every way. How are you doing, Brock? Not too bad, James. How are you? I'm good. You know what? Let's just let's no. We're gonna let's restart the show and just thank everybody for joining us. Who is joining yeah. us? Whether you're joining us on on the Apple Podcast, on the Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube, hi, how you doing? Um, Brock, did you have an excellent? This is our first show of 2021. It's been a week. We took we didn't do anything last week. We did our ranking Star Wars show, which everyone agreed with. Everybody said, "Wow, this is <laughs> most correct." rankings of star wars you could have because it is you can't argue with facts uh but did you have a great new year's brock you back hold on off to a great start (laughs) i because i'm gonna plug hold on i don't want to tether because i'm out of data but Gonna have to do what we're gonna have to do, bro. Okay, so I'm gonna say I just said, did you have a great New Year's? And then you'll take it, okay? Yeah. And um, give me a second. Okay, and go for it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Just stayed inside like we're supposed to. Uh, oh, I was in Times Square. <laughs> it was me and Ryan Seacrest. You, you left the country? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, you can't. I couldn't drive, so I took a plane. I flew into LaGuardia, and uh, it was great. It was great. Uh, but yeah, you stayed. You stayed inside, and you saw some friends. I, nice. I imagine, or one friend at least. <laughs> We're off to a rip roaring start with the internet this year. This is a great omen. Did you okay? So so Christmas has obviously come and gone. But did you get anything anything uh, Star Wars related for Christmas at no. all? No, I'm a grown man. <laughs> oh. I don't ask for things for Christmas, anyways. Like no, but that's when you get Star Wars things. Is when you don't ask for Star Wars things. Everyone's like, "Well, Brock likes Star Wars, so Brock, I got you this Star Wars." And it's like you're like, "Oh, I, I have that." You don't know my family that well. I don't talk about Star Wars nearly as much as you do with your family. I don't talk about it that much. <laughs> I'm trying to find well, the one thing that I got that's Star Wars. I don't know if I brought it to this room. Sorry, continue. Yeah, so. Anyway, I'm trying to find... I got one thing that was Star Wars. I, I brought it down here. I can't I can't find it right now. It's a toothbrush. And it, it's, it's for kids. It was a joke gift for my sister and brother-in-law. It's, it's a Kylo Ren toothbrush. And you hit it. And it plays noise for an entire minute. Cool. Because that's how long you're supposed to brush your teeth for is a minute. What? This is news to me. <laughs> yeah. But that's what, because I was like, because I, I hit the button on Christmas morning. We Skyped them. They're in Vancouver. So we Skyped them. Or we didn't Skype them. We FaceTimed them. I don't know what the word would be. It's, you know, whatever the equivalent of Skype is that we use. So we did it. And, uh, and I hit the button. And it would not shut up. 
this thing just kept going. And then my sister said when they picked it up in the store, they hit it, and they actually put it down and grabbed another one because they were so embarrassed. Because it lasts for a minute, and it's a solid mu- minute of, of audio. So if, <laughs> if you if you can't get your kids to brush your teeth for a minute, you get them a Kylo Ren toothbrush. I actually have two Kylo Ren toothbrushes now. It's kind of getting embarrassing, but whatever. So, um, yeah, 2021's here, and it's uh, it's a stinker, but here we are. <laughs> Yeah, what you gonna do? At least it's not like snowy yet, you know. There hasn't I, been a lot of like crazy weather, so yeah, I, we in, had, in Ontario. <laughs> yeah, actually, you were like you had a white. I didn't have a white Christmas. You had a white Christmas. I got yeah. snow on Boxing Day. That's the twenty sixth mm. for those. Don't know. And then, uh, and then January second, it just it just dumped on us, and we still have snow from that snowfall, which is nice mm. because there's some trails I like walking on, and I don't like walking on them when the ticks are present. So right now, if it's full of snow and it's minus a thousand, so there's no ticks, and I can go walking wherever I want. So I do appreciate that. All right, let's get on to Star Wars, Brock. Yeah, what's in the news today? Well, you do the news, but anyway, so <laughs> we, uh, we're going. Let's talk about uh, Kevin Feige hired a writer for his stuff. So they did like the big Disney invent- investor call. And Taika Waititi is doing it. And here's our first director of the next movie. And it's Patty Jenkins. And all of a sudden, they're like, by the way, Kevin Feige has hired a writer. It is uh, the writer of, I believe, Doctor Strange. And as well as the uh, showrunner for the Loki series, which was apparently greenlit for a season two. Loki's coming out in May. And Kevin Feige must really like, uh, I don't know this individual's name. You might, but I do not remember it off the top of my head. And I'm not prepared because I don't get prepared. Um, but he must he must see something in him. Uh, so he has a higher uh, a writer hired, which means that that project is more and more likely to happen. It kind of like was like nothing for a while. Like it was just like off the radar. No one really thought of it. And now it's back back on the radar. So what were your thoughts on on that that news? Cool. Like I don't. I just like I like doctor strange and i'm very excited for loki like that first trailer looks awesome um i have not seen that that trailer and uh yeah i don't know i mean i don't know i'm hesitant to believe anything too since like i don't really follow up on where exactly marvel is with their new projects outside of disney plus like Mm -hmm. wandavision comes out this week friday and um yeah, like we know there's stuff coming very shortly, like Winter Soldier follows in March. So, like, I follow that, but like, I don't know. Like, are I'm assuming some Marvel movies have been delayed in some way because of COVID. So it's sort of like, does him work? Does Kevin Feige working on Marvel stuff? I know he works on the grand scale of it, and then also doing the Star Wars. Is it going to be possible, or is it going to be delayed? Um, it's news though, you know, like Game of Thrones guys get thrown in and then the next thing we know is they're out again. So, well, do we know, and and I mean, just you and I, no one else, but does anyone know what Kevin Feige's role in this Star Wars movie is? Is he producing it? Is he direct? Like, is he going to be like, you know what? I'm directing. I would imagine he's producing, but yeah. Okay. Um, uh, for me, I just think it's kind of cool that they have a writer, which means that there's some, it's a little bit more uh, because you know when they hired 
uh, the Game of Thrones guys and, you know, the Ryan Johnson trilogy and all the numerous ones that haven't happened. There was nothing concrete going on there. And I know like, a, yeah. you know, a writer, you know, even even episode seven and Michael Arndt and then they got rid of him. But but even when they said we're going to do episode seven, it didn't seem real until they said, oh, and we have a script by Michael Arndt. And even though they didn't use that script or they used part of the script or whatever the hell they did, even though they didn't use it, they had it there. And so it was actually like it was this real thing that was on paper that and once it's on paper, you can go and start shooting it. So that kind of excites me. But again, like you said, I, I, I hold reservations for, for everything that we've heard because I'm not 100% convinced on anything yet. Uh, and that's, that's you know, because the other thing I want to talk to you about is, is this Patty Jenkins uh, movie, Rogue Squadron, which has a title. Apparently as a writer, she doesn't want the writer to, she doesn't want to spoil who the writer is yet because they want she wants that individual to have their own heyday. But uh, you saw Wonder Woman 1984 uh, last year. And I watched it last week, which was not last year, but it was last week. And um, I enjoyed it. I don't, I don't know. I <laughs> like, okay, here's the thing. I enjoyed it on the same level as pretty much every other superhero I've enjoyed over the last few years. I mean, look, and on average, I mean, some are clearly better than mm-hmm. others. And this one for me was just like, you know, it was like fine, which is how I felt about the first Wonder Woman, to be completely honest with you. I was like, it's fine. Um, but you had, you liked it a little bit less than I did. Well, like going back to Kevin Feige, it's like, it's kind of, it's, you don't really need to get it or me. I don't feel excited about this news in any way. Cause he wasn't remotely announced or when did, was this announced? It wasn't announced during the, no, this was like, the, in uh, a, was yeah, like it wasn't fair? part of the, yeah, no. the stockholder meeting. No. So like, you know. Outside of, you know, the book of Boba Fett, they kind of showed their hand in that meeting. So it's like, I get the sense that Feige's not, or like, well, I mean, outside of Rogue One and mention of Taika Waititi, like, there wasn't a lot of movie talk to begin with. Um, So that's fine. Like, I'm uh-huh. paying for Disney Plus, so please give me more play- Disney Plus content. Um, So, yeah, like, it's just sort of, I don't know, I'm hesitant to believe or get it, not believe, just get excited. Like it's yeah, like yeah. Kevin Feige's in a big. He's a big dude. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I would, I would assume he has some like some control of what's happening for the Marvel, uh, the Marvel content for Disney Plus, right? Or is that someone else completely? Yeah, different? no, he's a, he's a yeah, he's the big. So one it's now, just like, why does he? I mean, I get it. He works for the same company, so it's like, yeah, and why not? He wants not? to tell. He wants to do a Star Wars story. Yeah. Uh, produce whatever you want to do it's i'm sure like he's just like i'm gonna work for the next decade of my life because he's young too isn't he like he's super young so it's like um so i mean we'll see i don't know what to say also but but then like yeah patty jenkins it's like it's not the movie it doesn't seem as divisive as like any of the star wars movies that we've had recently not even close it's like it's it's either you like it or hate it <laughs> not love no, it but like i don't it. even want to say that because i don't know a lot of people that really really got excited about it. you know what i mean like you're probably the most excited person i've seen i'm not really excited i just i think i was just like because i the first one is so like middle of the road for me that this one had sure. nowhere to go like it was like 
And yeah. honestly, I, for me, it was like the exact. I felt the same watching it. I don't know. It's Wonder well, Woman. Like it, it is Wonder Woman. It was like, what do you do with Wonder Woman in a movie? Because it was like, you're like building on this Batman and Superman narrative, or even just the Superman, uh, Batman versus Superman. So you're like, well, we have this character now. We have to explain who she is, even though every single person in at least North America knows who Wonder Woman is. Like, you know, you have to explain Black Widow. You don't have to explain Wonder Woman. But that first movie, I I liked it because I think there was zero expectations. And I think more people got hyped about Wonder Woman. Yeah, I agree. And it wasn't like campy like the show was. And I'm not, I'm not bringing down the the 70s uh, Wonder you. Woman. Great show for what it is. Um, and there's cool, like part of what I liked about Wonder Woman was the references to... <laughs> To that show I'm like oh that's crazy that's cool um but then in this one it's i think i don't know i i no one will agree with me but i feel like some of the reasons that one of the reasons that people aren't really happy with it is because they were waiting so long for it because it was supposed to be the blockbuster this summer with like right along tenant and we waited and now like here in Canada, you either paid for it or you had to like jump through hoops to get a copy of Wonder Woman. So it's like, at the end of the day, you're like, Ugh. I would say, if this movie came out in June like it was supposed to, mm-hmm. and people went to go see it in the theater, I f- the reaction would be different. But 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 saying mm-hmm. that, if you go to Rotten Tomatoes, which I can't stand Rotten Tomatoes for numerous numerous reasons. First of all, if a movie gets sixty one percent. That means 6.1 out of 10 people. That means a lot of people like it. But anyway. Yeah. Like, and who cares? I also, I can't stand people. Well, the critics do not. Who cares? Okay. <laughs> I respect your opinion. I'll ask Andrews. But, and look, no offense to Andrew, but he likes Avatar. So, like, here's his update. <laughs> but, like, I will ask you guys what you think. I'll ask my. Yeah. But I'm not going to go to Rotten Tomatoes and be like, well, Rotten Tomatoes. Or even IMDb with their bullcrap ratings. Like, well, IMDb only gave it 4.5. It's a Hallmark movie. Of course it did. But on Rotten Tomatoes, that all being said, it's got I think it's got like a 50% or something like that now from the critics, yeah. which is weird that it keeps whatever. Yeah. But the audience score, the last one I saw it, was like a 74% yeah. on the audience score. And so I think why you're not seeing that that divide is because I don't think people, like I said, they're not loving it, but I think they're like, yeah, it was Wonder Woman. I think that, like, ultimately, they're like, yeah. yeah. And especially if you watch it on HBO Max and you're already paying for it, you're like, yeah, whatever, it was fine. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel it's, about it. Yeah, it's just like it's it's a movie. <laughs> it goes off the rails in a lot of ways. Like it, yeah, like I, at one point I was just like, it needs to reel it in right now. <laughs> yeah, like, just like reel it in. <laughs> it's you know I I think I sent you a review by two yes. of my favorite movie reviewers. They're fantastic. Uh, they were Jedi. is from How Did This Get Made, and they are just literally like putting it on blast but the end they're both like we love that movie you should totally see this movie but, like the thing is I, and i think you know as time heals all wounds it is it is kind of like a fun movie and i want to say harmless yeah. but there are people that will argue with me because of a certain aspect of the film that may not be harmless but it's pretty harmless. you said there are decisions were made that you're like yeah weird and i i was actually on den and there's a few years ago and i said you know I'm worried about Wonder Woman 2 because of the absence of Zack Snyder. I think everybody everybody kicked me down. And and I've mentioned this to you before too. And 
I'm not saying like he's a godsend, but what I'm saying is if you look at things and I related this to you with baking and stuff, like sometimes you just need that little, little aspect to kind of like even you out. It's like Guardians of the Galaxy 1 versus Guardians of the 2. What what did one have that the other one had? It had that second screenwriter credit. You know, it had these. It's, it's Every once in a while, you just, even if it's like very, very, very minimal, sometimes you have it. And I don't know if that's, and honestly, after, after seeing this one, I don't know if that's what was missing from this one. But it felt like there might have been someone's voice not in the room saying one thing. Um, yeah. And I was surprised I ended up liking it because I could not stand the first two scenes at all. <laughs> Like, I hated those yeah, scenes yeah. so much. <laughs> it, it, what floors me is I don't really have a, an opinion on Patty Jenkins. I actually confused her for... Uh, yes, you did. <laughs> uh, Kathleen, Kathleen Bigelow? Bigelow, yeah. Catherine Bigelow? Bigelow? Yeah. Um, Who directed John Boyega in Detroit. Great movie. Yeah, there you go. Great. But, like, it floors me that Jeff Johns is coat like it's yes it's patty Jenkins and jeff johns and i'm like jeff johns like yeah has made like some of the craziest storylines in dc in the last decade he's now in charge of dc because of his choice he brought green lantern back into the forefront i want to say he did flashpoint but i'm not sure but he did do the blackest night uh uh event series and then like yeah he just brought Green Lantern was just sort of like, bleh, and then all of a sudden they're like, boom, Jeff Johns fixed it. And there's a bunch of other things. So it's just sort of like, it blows my mind because it's like, if it was just Penny Jenkins, I'm like, okay. But like, they had someone that knows comics on it. And it's just sort of like, I'm all for trying something new. But honestly, it feels like they're like, okay, I'm going to write characters on these papers, plot lines on this paper, uh, uh, climax things on these paper and we're going to take them in our hands and throw them in the air and like mad lids put them together just like the problem with Pedro Pascal's <laughs> character is there's only one way for it to end and like the because the minute he becomes the bad like the bad bad guy like the superpower bad guy you're like well it can only end one way like you know where it's going and then when it got there I'm like I think it even like flubbed that I'm like how did you I'm like you had like I anyway whatever it's what I'm saying though is 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 the the 74 fan reaction and also the fact that they immediately greenlit a third greenlit a third one um it it, yeah. it did wonderful uh money at the box office which is great news for movie theaters I think like I mean actually Disney now is considering doing Scarlet no what's that uh Scarlett Johansson what's her character Black Widow. Black Widow. They're considering doing Black Widow in the theater and make you pay 30 bucks on Disney Plus for it at the same time. Mm, really? Because I think Wonder Woman, I, I don't know what the numbers are for HBO Max, but I think Wonder Woman was a huge success for that. Yeah. And then it was, and in, in the, in this, you know, in the, uh, where we are now in society, I think it was a big success in the movie theater as well, even though it dropped 67% the next, well, no, because everyone can't go in. But so, so I think that though is really, a huge saving grace for for patty jenkins on 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 that is it wild to hear that a blockbuster like superhero sci-fi whatever movie doesn't do well at the chris at christmas time it'll be like the only time one of those massive movies doesn't do hugely well right yeah um i you know what 
I will. They will inevitably play it in theaters when everything it goes back to normal. Whenever that happens, I'll go see it. I even said after watching, he's like, I'll watch this again. Um, I'm. I think they had to should... release it when the way they did because, like you said, people are waiting so long already. If you waited yeah. another year, first of all, you're waiting another year. Now you're going up against yeah. all 900 Marvel movies that are being released. <laughs> like it's like just you know, at some point you got to do it, and you know, I. I, I there are were many times in that movie where I was like, wow, like it grabbed me. And it, it's honestly, the plot just made weird choices. The characters are fine. It's a weird plot without weird choice. Like, it's like, you know it's a weird mean? plot that just, you, like, yeah, no. Like, it, it, everyone was trying their best in that movie. <laughs> I think they wanted to do something. Honest, I really think everybody was like, well, what if we just did the most, mu-? honestly, this whole thing began with how do we bring Chris Pine back? That's how they started yeah. the writing process with how do you bring Chris Pine back? And they were like, Oh, here's a way. I was like, what? Okay. And then I, maybe that other actor that Chris Pine isn't is maybe he's like, is that like Galaga's husband? I don't know. Maybe that. <laughs> no, I actually have no, seen just, a picture just, of her husband. I'm just joking. Too. I know it's not, but like, like maybe there's a reason. Why. No, it, I, I, I think the reason why I sound like I'm, why I sounded like I was so high on it is because I had no expectations for the first one. No, like it's Wonder yeah, Woman, and yeah. it was better than Aquaman. <laughs> it was still too long though. I watched it over two nights, so I don't actually. You know, know what's wild? It Last night I watched back to back Justice League Dark and Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, and whew, I was. Not ready. I knew both these movies are really, really good. Justice League Dark is a, just a typical DC animation one, um, which is cool because those movies have really, like, they set tones, like, 10 years ago because they were doing well just being your typical cartoon. And now they, they make it, like, maybe it's a little dark, the storyline, and they're definitely cursing and there's definitely sexuality. Um, but I'm, like... I'm still blown away by what happens in Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. Cause you're just like, they're just, this is like, they're, all this stuff is happening and people are dying and they're like, they're gonna reset at some point. Never happened. <laughs> and that's not a spoiler. There's so much in that movie that you're just like, wow. And like, it's supposed to be the conclusion of, I believe it's a decade's worth of those movies. Cause they don't really, the story that there isn't like an interwining story per se like i haven't watched all of them and i i really want to now but it's apparently like and but like this it just ends and you're like what <laughs> so like dc has the capacity to make decent uh movies that are engaging but then also like surprise you like look at the 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 success of harley quinn the yeah. harley quinn tv show I'm just like, what and it, it just seems like DC's like, well, if we do dark and sort of, you know, adult themes and stuff and these things, we'll do well. <laughs> but when you try to keep to that, like, golden age of comics, it's just like, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, no, I don't think Patty Jenkins is going anywhere, but who knows? This is a whole different company. Like, DC will at least give her one more movie, but you don't know. People have gotten fired for worse things. But, like, Wonder Woman in '84 is a success, so yeah, that's the thing. I, th- I think honestly, the mo- the money that I made, but you combine it with 
uh, that positive. I think that positive score, because as much as people could complain about it, that positive score I think is very telling. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I think Game of Thrones was the opposite. People hated that last season with a passion, which I only saw part of an episode of last season. <laughs> and uh, anyway. Uh, but who knows what happened with them because they also signed a Netflix deal and Netflix and Disney Plus you can't yeah. them. Although John Favreau could do his chef show on Netflix but not work on Disney Plus, but no one's really thinking about that. So you know, whatever you play, you play ball and they'll let you uh, start a second team if you want. Who knows? I'm, I'm, I'll say this, Brock: Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, full title. Um, the the action scenes were handled beautifully. Yeah. She did That's a phenomenal job like. with the actions. The action was, yeah. although, although this, the, the use of slow-mo, I'm not huge on it. <laughs> and Aaron, one of the, like the second or third time, she's like, Aaron turned to me and said, I hate that. <laughs> like, the slow-mo needs to stop. But, but the rest of the action, I thought she handled very well. Yeah. Like it's, even though we saw it in the trailer, the part where like she has the the lasso and she's lassoing lightning bolts, I'm like, yeah. wow, it's that was still in the trailer. Cool. I don't think I saw the trailer. I don't remember. I think it might have been the second one. Oh, it wasn't the very very first one. I only I think I only saw one trailer, and it was like in mm. this time last year. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like maybe they should have held off on a little bit of those more of those. Things. I don't know. It's... You can't win, and DC is already a brand that people are gunning for anyway. So it's not like you know, whatever. If you this was what? a Marvel movie, everybody would be like, "Oh my god, it was so brave." Thinking about it now, if Patty Jenkins' goal was to make an homage to the like the Linda Car- Linda Carter, yeah. no, that Linda Carter Wonder Woman, then okay, I get this movie now, because then you're like. I mean, it takes place in the 80s, so it has that look already, even though it's, I think that shit was the 70s. But, like, the characters feel like TV characters. You know what yes. I mean? Yes, like, they did. Even, like, the look of, like, Maxwell Lord is yeah. just like, yeah. So it's like, if you just treat it like, I really love that show, and this is me making a two hour episode. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's how I. Ca- you know what? I will say this because one of my favorite superhero music cue in a long time was Amazing Spider-Man Two. The opening when he's coming down from the sky, and you got that. Is it Hans Zimmer doing that too? I don't know. Maybe. I think it was. It's always Hans Zimmer, Amazing and he's coming Spider-Man down. He he did Amazing Spider. He did the Amazing Spider-Man, and then he did Super. Yeah. I think he did. And he, but that's who did the music for this one. And the other music cue that really blew my mind was, and I hated this scene, but that opening scene right before the mall, that music that plays when she's like swinging down the street or whatever at the beginning after she's a little kid, that music, I was like, this is a superhero theme, which yeah, we don't yeah, yeah. get. And, and, you know, we can argue whatever, but, and I love, I actually love the music in Man of Steel, but it's not superhero theme. Yeah. And the Marvel movies, the Avengers kind of has one, but they've been so bland with their music. This one was like, even like Aquaman, like they're all, bl- their music is like, I don't think of it. And then this, I was like, oh, I really like this music. Um, Yeah. I think that's, that's probably important. why I ended up liking the movie was because I was like, oh, that one music cue at the beginning just <laughs> completely sold me. I, yeah. I am, yeah, anyway. I watched Soul and there's one bit of music in Soul that I really, really enjoyed. Yeah. It's you know it's see this is why I get bummed. I can I want to support 
film by like like you know you and i would both pay money to watch a star wars anything at this point even though we pay for disney plus so it's like it's hard to critique but like if you give us two pixar films that are excellent for free now i haven't watched mulan yet but i heard it's not great well onward was also in the theater for like a week or two so but you know what I mean. I, yeah. I watched. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't go. I haven't seen. Onward I watched yet. it. But you know what I mean, right? Like it's everyone got it. Like it wasn't like onward, and then like six months later, it was like a month later, or like mm-hmm. it's early in in uh, quarantine. They were both. Both those movies were good. But then it's like you got Mulan you have to pay for, it, and Wonder Woman. I know in America they didn't have to pay for it for, but for Canadians it was that was the case. That's a bummer. Like, <laughs> I mean, I know some people probably don't like soul and maybe didn't even watch onward because but like you know what i mean like it's like i i do kind of want to see black widow it's not on the top of my list i love dave harbour david harbour so like i'll watch it for him but do i want to pay money for it i don't know (laughs) i i'm not gonna lie i probably wouldn't go see that in the theater unless someone invited me and that probably wouldn't happen yeah and and I'm not paying thirty dollars to rent Black Widow, and I'm not yeah. gonna go out of my way to find a copy of it. I just I'm not interested yeah. in that character. Period. Even from the <laughs> Avengers movies, so I don't care. Plus, spoiler alert: she's dead, so I don't care. And I don't care about her backstory. I love David Harbor. I don't care about yeah. her backstory though. Like I, I like her and Hawkeye did stuff cool. Like, I don't need more. There was a whole Agents of Shield show. I'm good. I'm over that. So like, that's where I am. But I know. I'm probably in the minority and I'm fine with being in the minority and people will pay $30, $35, whatever it is to watch that movie on Disney plus. But you raise a good point. Cause like, yeah, if this was, if there was no COVID, I probably would have just waited for Disney plus for black widow. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and, and so actually that is a, that this actually has to do with rogue squadron. I'm going to tie this into rogue squadron. Cause I've said this a few times. And now with one division coming out and people are like, one division's amazing. One division. And then you have one division Falcons and, 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 and Eagles and whatever. And then you have Loki. And then the movie is going to be like, we'll go see black widow. Like how is black widow more important? Like a better story than Loki. Fal- like what is making me want to go see that movie in the theater when I can watch these ones on Disney Plus and obviously wait for Black Widow. But what is the separation of them? And and so Rogue Squad, and we've asked this question a few times now, but because Black Widow, flat out, I could not tell you what is separating Black Widow from those three TV shows based on what I've seen from all three of them. I, I can't. I just, I it can't justify it right now to me. What makes that one so special that it has to be in the theater? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like... Winter Soldier and Falcon is going to overlap with it somehow, but I don't think it's Scarlett Johansson is. It's uh, the yeah. There's probably like oh god, no. What's her character? His like the actress Agent Thirteen. No, no, no. Is that a character? Did I get it right? No, no. In Black Widow, she has a sister who's played by the girl from Midsummer. Her last name's Pooh. She's dating Zach Braff. Oh god. Is that the one that's too young for Zach Braff and everybody made a big deal about it? Because everyone knows, so, what's, yeah. because everybody knows what's right for everybody else in this day and age? That's right. Hold on. I mean, I like her as an actor, so... so But, like, that's the thing. Like, Black Widow was supposed to come out this summer, right? May. Last May, yeah. 
uh, Florence Pugh. That's it. That she's gonna be in it, and I think we're all assuming she's going to take on the mantle of Black Widow. I don't remember what her character's name. I don't know. If Black Widow like is some... a mantle that people take over. In this movie, there might be. I know there were other people that were Black Widow, but it's not like Green Lantern or anything. I'm just saying, like she's an assassin. <laughs> they've killed. They've killed the character off, so like they don't want to still have a Black Widow character. So. They don't want to keep playing Scarlett Johansson, I assume. But this is a prequel. Anyway, whatever. Who cares? But that's my thing with Rogue Squadron that I've had a hard time with is what is going to justify it? Because I am not a... I like the Marvel movies enough. I don't love them. They're whatever. But like... But but for me, though, I'm going to watch WandaVision. I'm not... Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm going to watch that. I'll probably watch the Falcon show. Yeah. (laughs) It's the Falcon shows with puppets. That's what I'm... (laughs) I'm a Falcon. (laughs) And then the Loki, I don't know if I'm going to watch that. But like... But those ones I'm definitely going to watch... But the 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 widow, uh, whatever it is, uh, yeah. Like so, in, in terms of Star Wars, if you're not a diehard Star Wars fan and you're getting all of these freaking shows, why are you gonna watch one about pilots in the theater? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I still stand with like until we get a trailer. I don't believe anything's <laughs> coming out. Uh, you got a trailer? Patty Jenkins up. walking in a jumpsuit. That's yeah. the that's the movie. <laughs> Like a lot of people can do stuff, so does it? If Patty Jenkins jumps off, doesn't mean they won't make a Rogue Squadron movie. But... I think she's in. I think it's. I actually 100% think it's happening, and I think yeah. she's doing Rogue Squadron and then Wonder Woman three. And I think they fast tracked Wonder Woman three to get her to sign on before, because just in case Rogue Squadron yeah. blows up, that's what I think. I think they want her on board for it but anyway i'm just you know it's just it's a weird time we've never had tv like this where it's like the streaming world i was talking to our friend duen the other day i was like i've always liked movies more than tv because tv's always been so cheap cheesy and campy yeah. and whatnot and still a lot of times it still is but the story to everything is has escalated so high and now movies are just like you're like well why isn't the movie as good as that and is it the storytelling like is it like the show like the mandalorian where they're like well we're going to tell the story over eight episodes you know, which even though they're half hour episodes, that's still eight hours, four hours, eight hours, whatever it is. So like, I don't know. I, I'm just, it's a weird time. I'm curious to see how it all is going to play out. And it'll be unfortunate if we don't get to go see some of these movies in the theater, because I think event yeah. films are, I think they're an important part of our culture. Just like when we went to go see Star Wars last year, it was just, it, yeah. it, the movie almost didn't matter. It's the experience of going there with like a group of friends and watching something and then leaving going like, oh, yeah, remember when um, he threw the lightsaber and got stabbed? And it was a lot of fun. There's something about there's something to be said for that. And, I, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. And maybe I'm optimistic. It's like it's all going to come back. It's just we have to ride out the storm. Right. So I think it was Tom <laughs> Hanks said, it, it, you know, movie theaters right now are very dependent on Marvel films. And I 100 percent agree with that. I'm not sure if Black Widow's the one, but. It, and it, I think what he's saying though is is those big like end game movies where people where they make a billion dollars those are the ones that are going to slowly bring yeah. bring that back. Anyway, never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds. Brought to you, me, and everyone listening by Patreon.com and the wonderful patrons that go on their computers, ticket 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 tech, and they go Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast, and they support us because. For some reason, they love to listen to us babble on about Star Wars. And these wonderful people are the following folks. Heidi Fetter, executive producer. Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Mary Kristen Athon, 
Jeff Wilson, Phil Stanifor, Sooner Thron, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W. Rez, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D Raven, Spencer, Cosmic Girl 0202, Gleek Play 1, Automated Joy, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Aaron Quinto, Jared Cocaine, Dana Nerds, and the Girls with Sabres. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. Yep. <laughs> they still have their Sabres and uh, they <laughs> cut you down. So you don't even know what these odds are. I, uh, I don't really watch their videos, but they pop up in my f- YouTube feed. And, you know, I love how YouTube, when you scroll by, you can just start watching it because a lot of yeah. videos have subtitles. And I just listen, reading the first little bit, and it's like the bar's like, the Bendemptionists and then the Blue Butterfly with Baby Grogu. And I'm like, nope, nope, Brock is out. <laughs> They have some fascinating no, I stuff mean, over there. I... I I like I like where they go with it, but I just sort of like no, I don't want to go down this wormhole. <laughs> but that being said, everybody listening, go check out those ladies because they're making it happen. They make it happen. We, they put a lot of thought and hard work. Their their support and they're entertaining. And we support as well. Yeah, yeah, they are great friends to have. Mm-hmm. That we have um, never met in real life. <laughs> no, no. Did okay. they even like? No. They just do audio, right? They've never. They'll just done do video audio. Work. They have their. They have reasons, and uh, I completely. Yeah, support no, them for sure, this. absolutely. Yeah, no, they. I was they, just like, I think of it. I was like, we've never seen them. We've never seen them and Wonder Woman and Princess Leia in the same place at the same time. Just throwing it out. And, there. and I know that one of those two girls with sabers has buns, like hair. Oh, buns. yeah. Like so, I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. I wonder if they'll actually hear this and either be mad or happy that we've said what we've said. Oh, they already don't like you. (laughs) (laughs) The only people they they like are Angie Fantasia. (laughs) Uh, No, they are wonderful though. They are great, uh, great, great uh, friends and supporters, and and it's good to have them. Mm -hmm. I mean that. Uh, Kevin Feige, he never told the odds. The odds of Kevin Feige's Star Wars will hit theaters before Taika Waititi's, but after Patty Jenkins. What are the odds that we'll get Kevin Feige's movie <laughs> between wow. the Jenkins Waititi sandwich? 30%. Hmm. It seems odd to like put in someone that you haven't really mentioned. You know what I mean? Like, I would feel that Patty Jenkins and Taika Waititi are at the same level of where they are in making these movies, and I would assume they would come out first if they announced it, but we also know stuff happens and that could change. Well, Taika Waititi is currently shooting, or is about to start shooting God... No. What's it called? God! God, uh, Thunder... God. No, no, it's... (laughs) I ruined it all. Thor. Love, love and, Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah, and a bunch of people have made their way to, I think they're in Australia to shoot, so they're quarantining yeah. or something, and they're going to start shooting. Which, to me, I told you, I'm like, holy crap. I don't know. It yeah. just felt like I was like, oh, he still has to write that movie. No, 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 no. It's written. It's been greenlit, and now they're out shooting. So he's going to finish that. Patty Jenkins now, I'm guessing she's working on Star Wars. So I think you're right. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be Patty Jenkins and Takeaway TV, and then. Um, but the the only thing against that is if the Kevin Feige one 
is being scripted now. How far along is Taika Waititi and his co-writer on his movie scripting that one? If they even started because of Thor. So I'm going to go 45%. I'm going to go a little bit higher, a little bit less than 50 because I still think it's going in that order. Um, but uh, again, you know, Taika Waititi, Thor gets delayed a week, two weeks. I mean, it also kind of bums out Kevin Feige. But <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, so I'm going to go 45%. The next one, episode 10 is happening. That's an odd. What are the odds that episode 10 will happen? It's currently <laughs> in development. Episode 10. It doesn't have to be the further adventures of Luke Skywalker, the further adventures of Rey, but a movie that is coming out will have the big X, episode X, in front of it. And maybe it'll say, oh, you know, the Resistance has won. However, Grand Admiral Tron is on the loose or something. <laughs> uh, I only want that to happen if the trailer will end with like the the title card with x and then like uh dmx comes out x going to i'll be like whoa how how cool um, would it be though if you went to the movie to watch star wars age of yeah. the age of the resistance right? yeah. and you're in the theater and you're like yeah we're gonna go see age of the Resistance. it's gonna be such a good movie it's star wars and you're like you see the trailer and the trailer's like yeah it's really awesome and you walk in and star wars comes on the screen and then the next two is episode 10. And you're like, what? I always like the stuff like that, hopefully ever happening, which I can't think of an examples of when it has, but uh, I'm pretty certain they said they want to get rid of the numbering. Uh, but you know, the next Star Wars movie, they're like, is this the 10th one in the, <laughs> like everyone's Absolutely. going to ask that question. Well, people Even saw Rogue One and they're Rogue like, well, one, solo. <laughs> after Rogue One, people are like, where was Ray?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, now I'm gonna go like zero percent because, like, come on. <laughs> I think eventually it's gonna happen, but I'm gonna be eleven percent because I don't think it's in the next five years. I think it's after that. Final odd of the day. All right. Uh, never tell me the odds that an unknown Disney Plus show will be announced by June 2021. Will we learn about another Disney Plus Star Wars show by June 20? One that was, one that maybe I don't know. I can't think of one that might have been hinted at right now, but one that maybe we kind of somebody rumored like whatever wasn't in the investors call, but now is coming out, or just something completely separate. I think 100. percent I mean, at the wow. very least, it could be another animated show, right? Because they could be oh. working on that right now. Like, really, like, animation's probably your best. Like, they but shot it, they did it, all of Soul during, like, I think most of it during quarantine. So it's, like, it's very, very doable. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But, like, no, I think, I think maybe they're holding their cards to see what happens with, I mean, nothing Star Wars is coming out anytime soon, but, like... Uh, yeah, I guess uh, yeah, that's a good point. There's no, I mean, Bad, Bad Batch is probably the next thing we'll see. No, I think I think if it all goes well, they'll have something in June. I would love uh, an announcement by June 2021 of a new show. That being said, yeah. I'd rather just see the stuff that they've announced. Yeah, I, I'm kind yeah. of I, and I've said this for how many years now? <laughs> we both have over the announcements. Just give it to us. Like, the Mandalorian didn't really feel like they were, like, they're doing the Mandalorian. Yeah, it felt like, yeah. oh, my God, they're doing the Mandalorian. Here's a picture of them on set making the Mandalorian. Like, I don't remember it being, like, you know, uh, 
low slow burn. Um, so I'm gonna go 41% on this one. Uh, it, I guess it would be cool, but again, yeah, I would it. rather I would <laughs> rather see a picture of the Obi Wan Kenobi right. show, more stuff for Cassian Andor, and uh, Boba Fett. I would rather see images from those three shows by June yeah. than them release something new. Uh, all right, do you have any um, hollow news this week? Yeah. Are you full screen? Do I have hollow news? No. Okay. Hollow news. Da 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 da. Hollow news. And now my mic is turned right off. Hollow news. The news you need to know right now. Well, guess what? Remember LucasArts Games? Or whatever it was called? Lucasfilm Games is now the official identity for all gaming titles from Lucasfilm, encompassing the company's rich catalog of video games and its eye towards the future. To mark this new era, Lucasfilm Games has launched social channels on Twitter at Lucasfilm Games and Facebook at Lucasfilm Games, <laughs> which will deliver breaking news and more and more to fans directly. I believe there's a fun sizzle reel of just like where Lucasfilm, LucasArts has been. And uh, yeah, so hooray. They're in charge of all their games now, or I don't know. Uh, if you're in uh, Singapore, guess what? Star Wars Identities, the traveling exhibition showing features of models, props, and costumes from Star Wars is hitting Singapore from uh, January 30th to the 13th of June of 2021 um, at the, where is it here? Art Science Museum at Marina Bay Sands. Uh, there will be, like I said, stuff from the film, from the original trilogy, the prequels, the animated series, Star Wars, the Clone Wars, and the films of uh, the sequel films. And will feature characters like Darth Vader, R2-D2, Chewbacca, Boba Fett, and Yoda. And models of the ships like the millennium falcon will be on display so if you're in singapore go on down to marina bay sands box office uh the tickets will be on sale as of january 15th uh you know people like to be in star wars and you know who else wants to be in star wars again paul bettany uh he was asked if he would ever want to return to a star wars film he said Oh, I would love to mess around with Dryden Voss. I love that idea. So Paul Bettany is all in, and we seem to be entering this underworld, bounty hunter world with Boba Fett returning and Mandalorian being a huge success. So perhaps, I know that's not really the same era, but like, who knows? Like, somehow we could get this this uh, prime boss, Dryden Voss, back into the film somehow, or shows, or whatever you want to do. He's got a new show, WandaVision, coming out next week. I'm sure he's down with being on another series. And in final news, uh, sadly, John Chu has parted ways with the Willow production of the Willow 2. So they are now in search of a new director. So hopefully they will find one because I'm excited for that. I uh, really want to watch Willow 2. And this has been your Hollow News. Yeah, I can't wait for Willow. I hope they find a, uh, a proper replacement for him. But, Brock, I have news as well. What's that? I found the Kylo Ren toothbrush. God. I'm going to hit the button. Check this out. This is the button. The Kylo Ren toothbrush. That weapon is mine. <laughs> it's like, so, 
You think Imagine it's Imagine that in your mouth. Your just cheek is lighting up. It's just lighting <laughs> up. but So it's glowing. It's going to come back and talk to us. It's just like, it's so random. It goes. It's going to be time for our top five. Top five. Today's top five are top five. <laughs> and he's shirtless too in this which is great <laughs> top five hopes for star wars in 2021 what a year 20 2021 is going to be a phenomenal year kylo ren agrees i mean he's dead but maybe he's alive <laughs> we'll, we'll find out again uh top five hopes um, for 2020 I am the last one. Like, this this uh, must be from. I think this is from the um, from the last. It must be from the last Jedi. So this is a toothbrush with sound effects. Light flashes for one minute. Light up timer. Toothbrush. <laughs> Collect all Star Wars lightsaber toothbrushes. Well, now I'm on a mission. Uh, here we go. Uh, number five. Top five hopes for Star Wars in 2021. Number five for me is uh, news. Um, Concerning uh, the Ahsoka Tano show, I want to hear some casting news on the Ahsoka Tano show. Just to know who are the characters going to be in the show. Like, will there be any other recurring characters, or will it just be Ahsoka, go- like basically the Mandalorian, but going episode to episode? And will she have a cuter baby with her than Baby Yoda? I, I want to know who the, the her supporting <laughs> uh, cast will be. So that's my number five. Uh, my number five is I'm slowly been reading uh, the first uh, High Republic book. I hope it's a success because they really made a big deal out of this and then delayed it. So it's just sort of like, better make this good. But uh, a lot of there is a lot of talk about, I mean, they're showing the concept art of the characters that you don't see pictures of. So like, I don't know. <laughs> it, maybe it's also a slow news day for Star Wars. So. I hope it does well. You know, it yes. seems to be pretty decent. So. Well, the acolyte is dependent on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I just, you I, know, like the whole announcement of calling it like Project Luminous, it's just like. I think they called it that because they hadn't figured it out yet. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> just, what would uh, be a cool title? Project Luminous. All right. Actually, it's about the High Republic. Yeah. Name change. Yeah. Uh, my number four is uh, I want some set photos from Boba Fett. I would like to see uh, this show. Is it all going to be on Tatooine? It'll be, you know, what what is it going to be about? How's it going to roll? I'm really, I'm, I uh, I have like a this shelf of like I call it the shelf of Raylo, where it's all Ray and Kylo. But then at the bottom, there's like four or five Boba Fetts. I, I I've never really been crazy about Boba Fett, but I have like I have three diecast Elite Series figure Boba Fetts. I have his ship, and I have that Funko Pop holiday special Boba Fett. So I think I'm a diehard fan, Brock. I just don't want to brag. See, the funny thing is you've set up your podcast set as a blank TV yeah. and Nintendo characters. Well, And yet, offstage is like a complete thing. That's the best part is right there. Maybe I'll move one day. but So this is supposed <laughs> to have our logo in it, but it wasn't working. So anyway. <laughs> you know. Uh, my number four is going to be, um, I don't know how to phrase this. Like, I just want Bad Batch to be like really, really good. Like good. Rebels good somehow, you know, like you give us, I mean, we know who these characters somewhat are. Cause we had the three episode arc or four episode arc in the last season of Clone Wars. But like, 
let's let's like just make a show that's like wow that's good and then and to the level that people that like aren't huge star wars fans are like oh i've heard rebels is amazing or i heard bad batch is amazing so i gotta tell you i have the utmost faith in the bad batch because of that last season of the clone wars mm-hmm. and mandalorian to an extent but it's just it seems the storytelling yeah. on these serialized programs is just they've they figured it out they know what they're doing and so i have i have uh, faith i have a lot of faith in it. Yeah. but i'm with you i hope it's good too i would like a uh, my number three i would like a full trailer for uh the cassian andor show which i'm guessing is coming out in the next six months i'm guessing i have no idea but if it's so i assume before boba fett boba fett's coming out in DC. i feel like they're going to play it like they did with wandavision how wandavision leads right into the falcon show uh, and then that leads into i think they might be doing something like that so we might have to wait until october to get cast in andor but uh but i would like to see a full trailer for cast in andor this year because i what we saw i loved i I watched Rogue One the other day again, and I'm just like, I really like uh, Cassinando. I like all those characters. I'm glad they died, but I really like those characters. And unlike Black Widow, I'm more excited to watch this show because unlike Black Widow, this takes place in the Star Wars universe, which <laughs> I'm biased towards. Thank you. Well, like after Bad Batch, like what's the next thing? Boba Fett? Like when does Cassian Andor or Obi-Wan? No, that's the thing. I know they don't haven't said anything, but I'm guessing it's got to be Andor. It's got to be Cassinandor. It has yeah, to Yeah, because they already shown that they're shooting yeah and like i said if both that's coming out christmas this year so i think it's like either december 20 whatever or christmas day and christmas day is a friday this year no yes no No. christmas eve was thursday this year right okay so it would be like christmas evening whatever who cares it's december next year then casting and or i would guess would come out right before like october and then lead into it or something like that that's a guess. I have no idea. Um, yeah, I'll agree with that. Like, I'm, I'm hoping that we'll have Cassian Andor at some point. So that'll be my number three. Like before the end of the year, before yeah. Boba Fett, before just by November, we'll have some. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Was that your number three? You stick with number yeah. three. All right. Should I hit the toothbrush again or no? No. Uh, my number two, a Rogue Squadron writer announced, but also uh, that the script is complete and they've started <laughs> shooting by the end of the year or pre-production. Or, you know, I want it to be far enough ahead where it's like, okay, this is real. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say um, who the director was. Just <laughs> I don't know if this has been announced technically or just people wanting it on the internet it would be cool if we got us uh my number two is a uh a, a fallen order number two because it's like a lot i've seen a lot of articles talking about like oh we should do this and like oh perhaps we could put grogu in it so we can kind of explain him a little bit more what and what have you it wouldn't be a bad idea um but yeah like i think that game was really really good and i'm curious where it could go so yeah they are making but that, they are making another game, and I have a question. Like my thing with Grogu is, I'm curious if they would let Grogu go in that because you know Ahsoka is yeah. like Ahsoka has to go through Filoni first, right? I wonder if they would be like, yeah, take take uh, take Grogu because the other thing too with backstories is sometimes, and I think Grogu is a perfect example of less is more. We yeah. know enough of Grogu. If we start seeing more and more, a lot yeah. of Grogu gets diminished. So. And then, like, yeah, I feel like if we never tackle the storyline of how Grogu 
got to where he is in the first episode of Mandalorian in the series, then like the second that series is done, they're like, let's okay, put him in a comic, put him in a book, put it in a put it in a yeah. video game. People will be all over it. Yep. So they will. but I, I still think less is more. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, but uh, yeah, give us more Fallen Order. My number one, uh this is a very simple one, a very basic one, but also in my corner is the grandfather of Mr. Kylo Ren. And I want to see Hayden Christensen as Darth yes. Vader the Wise in costume. Is he going to have his helmet off? But he'll die without it. How, how are we going to see? Is he going to? Are they actually going to? In Rogue One, when they were so close to showing his face, like cut away. I remember how I, that was my one disappointment with Rogue One? I believe was I was like, they just should have showed his face. How are? They, how is it going to matter that Hayden Christensen is in there? But I want to see Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. Uh, because I think that show comes out next year in 2022, so I would really like to see a picture of him, him and you and McGregor. Just even if it's not like a uh, like a like a publicity photo, if it's a behind the scenes of them like laughing, like ha ha, we're having so much fun. But you see like his wrinkly old face. That's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. Number one, that's my number one for 2021. Uh, my number one is we get one of those shows early somehow i don't know i i just i think that's my main focus right now like i'm excited for ahsoka and i would love to see more mandalorian so and then you can chuck in um boba fett and and new rangers of the new republic because i don't understand why you wouldn't those would be like the next things you release as much as like acolyte sounds cool i don't not really sure what visions is yet and what lando is but like those don't need to come out this instant. You know what I mean? I mean, Acolyte depended on how successful the book series is. but So. Yeah. Um, I'm with you on that. Episode 197, Brock. One, nine, wow. We've done a lot. We're coming up on 200 in a few weeks. You want to do something special oh for number God. 200? We should fire Andrew. Absolutely. Okay, let's do it. Fire Andrew. Whoever's made it this far is like, <gasps> I hope they do. <laughs> uh, it's not going to happen. He he finishes book quick, two books quicker than we do. So we need him on board to to give us reviews. I don't think matter. he goes to work though. <laughs> Look, Brock. I don't think he leaves his house. You make your excuses up, and I will make mine. I am just. Lazy. <laughs> I'm actually reading. I've been reading a couple other books. I haven't had time to get. I will get to it eventually. I'm just. Uh... I don't know how to explain it. I read so much Star Wars early on in like 2015, 2016, I think even 2017. Like I read so, I read like everything they gave me and then it kind of knocked me out, you know? And now I know that everything that they promised them that they didn't deliver on, they're kind of doing that now. But I think I'm like, I will wait. I will read it when it goes on sale. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's where I am. I'm paying for Disney Plus. I will watch all that stuff. Um, I'm loving that people are really liking it, though. I like it when like I like it when people yeah. like Star Wars. It makes the it makes everything a lot more fun. <laughs> it's like if the book is exciting, that means something, right? Like it's. Yeah. I mean, books are good. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you can't see, but I'm surrounded by books. Like uh, you read more if, than you read. You, I think, do read more than anybody I know 
maybe more than Andrew. Maybe Andrew reads a lot, but you no, guys... I think Andrew's taking that mantle. I don't read as much as I I, I would like. Um, you but used it's to just read like a lot. I used to, yeah. So it's like if a Star Wars book can bring people in, like, and it's like, Star Wars books can do that, like Heir to the Empire, Dark the Dark Jedi, Dark Force, Dark I don't know Empire, yeah whatever it was and then just like so many things so it's like but if it's just like comics is like yeah there's something because you have a visual but like if you can get excited by like a thick book like this and you're like yeah sure though i am reading it all on my tablet so it's like yes i feel like it's easier to read <laughs> i love i i read on my kabob all the time and mm-hmm. i i love that thing to do. i'm reading like an actual book now and i'm like oh, i hate this so much i hate turning pages i hate holding i you know what it is actually to be honest more than anything else what like honest to goodness and i i said this to aaron when she got me the bob Iger book last year because i was like she's like how is it I'm like i really the book is fantastic if you can read the bob Iger one i'm like this is fantastic but i hate reading it it's the light like the cabot Right, it's you just gently put, you just gently turn on the light, just like a Kindle. You gently put a, it's not too bright, but when you have an actual book, I've got to turn on my stupid lamp, and then this page casts a shadow on that page. And I'm like, I am a spoiled brat now when I read, but I'm just gonna call it like it is. Yeah, I mean, I just as much as the Amazon is run by the living uh, Lex Luthor. Uh, <laughs> the the way their books work on kindle and like now there's like like a, a subscription for that as well it's like wow this is super yeah, easy <laughs> super easy and look everybody can hate amazon all they want but when you're in the gutter and you need a job they are waiting and willing to pay you to yep. come in and work for them so you know yeah sometimes it sucks but sometimes you need it and it is what it is and sometimes you just have to work for crazy jeff everything must go <laughs> <laughs> all right 197 episodes anything else you want to say brock uh no uh go read high republic if you want a new read i think it's pretty good and i'm only 50 pages in there i'm smoking a pipe all right everybody <laughs> james He's not only Brock, but he is and has always been scum. Rebel scum. Hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.